Robert Nauer, Unfiltered. Once again, this time I'm going to talk to you about the villages, like I haven't already done it before, but every day I keep seeing things and deciding what's important or not. Should I discuss something? Should I tell people about issues going on? Does it really matter? Is it going to make any difference in their lives, their decisions? Well, I think this one will. Okay, now, to those of you that have listened to some of my former podcasts and blogs, um, you know some of the things I've said about the villages. I've been around in the villages off and on for more than 15 years. My wife and I moved here to the villages back when um, it was only a area of 55,000 people, and the villages had not even approached Highway 466 yet, nor exceeded beyond that, which is now 466A. So it has grown substantially, doesn't even really begin to encompass the amount that the villages has grown. Now, about five years after the time we moved here in 2007, we were up to, uh, we, the villages, was up to about 100,000 people by then. And now you've got to also consider that right after 2007, we had the 2008 housing collapse uh, due to banks and improper lending, and it nearly caused a catastrophe for our country because of unethical bankers, unethical mortgage brokers, unethical realtors, Seems like everybody's unethical, except for me. And it took about two and a half years for the villages to recover from that horrible catastrophe of 2008. Hang on just a minute. I'm going to shut this door over here. I have some screaming pterodactyls that I keep out in my garage, and they can be quite vociferous at times. Anyway, so since, say, 2010, when the villages started to um, produce and sell a lot more homes once again, let me back up, too. Back in 2007, the villages was producing and selling almost 800 homes a month. That's a lot of homes. Well, they're doing more than that today. During 2008 and 2009, they were lucky if they were selling 100 homes a month. People were scared. Today, the Villages is, I believe, if I remember reading my most recent brochure, the Villages is on track to produce 675 new homes. A quarter every three months, 675 homes every three months. Wow, that's a lot of homes, people, let me tell you. And they do it very well. Now, that includes stick-built homes, which is in the minority, cinder block homes, of which they have several different varieties, and then the newest form of building that they do, which is called precast concrete, which is what I live in now, 
I started out living in a, a cinder block home, then I moved up to a larger cinder block home, and then even a larger cinder block home, custom built house. And then we moved to Vero Beach, and then we moved to Ocala, and now I'm back in the villages. And this time we're in a very small house. We're only 1,875 square feet under air with a two-car garage. And um, that's pretty small for me because the last house we had was 3,000 square feet under air and a three-and-a-half-car garage custom-built here, which today I should have kept it. I should have kept it. It's going for $950,000 now. I built it for four hundred and twenty. This house that I'm in, this precast concrete house, is uh, able to withstand winds of over 300 miles per hour. It is precast, built-in-a-factory concrete. Kind of like a mobile home in a way, but it ain't a mobile home. It's solid concrete. The windows, the doors, and everything are installed in the factory. The only thing that really is uh, time-consuming, if at all, is the trusses and the roof to put on, and that takes about three days max. These precast concrete homes, I'm going to get a little bit off subject here, but these precast concrete homes only take them 35 days to complete. 35 days from start to finish. Wow. There is nobody else in the country. So anyway, where was I going with all this? Um, the Villages is a good builder. The Villages is a fabulous place. The Villages has fantastic infrastructure. The Villages has more pools, more golf courses, more pickleball courts, more shuffleboard courts, more schools, roads, and everything than any other state in the Union. That's why there's so many elderly people over 55 living here. But the problem with that and the problem with growth in Florida and the villages is this simple fact. The villages takes care of everything that is within the confines of the villages, meaning the property that they... So, the villages takes care of those things that are in the confines of the property that they own. And if it is a street or a road or anything else outside of the confines of the property that they own, they don't give a shit. That's the problem right now that we're having in the villages, especially on 30, Highway 301 South, going towards the turnpike uh, and towards 75. It is an abomination. It is potholed, destroyed by semi-trucks, Cracking, falling apart, and single lane each way for traffic for the hundreds of the thousands of people that live on that side of the villages. Traffic is so dense on I-75 going north and south, even though they have recently widened it, and they took about five years to do that. Um, it's as if nothing has happened to improve the situation here in Florida. And in the villages, traffic on 441 north and south in Fruitland Park is at a near standstill. The roads have not yet been widened. They've been working on it for three and a half years. 
There was recently a cave-in and a death on a overpass that they were working on, and it set the project back by over a year because of that death and lawsuits. And as a result, traffic has gotten worse and worse. At the same token, um, more and more people have been moving to the villages. Right now, the villages is up to about, I think, 155,000 people and growing. There are an additional 40 to 50,000 homes going in just south of where I'm living right now off of 301 in the village of Deluna. And as a consequence, hang on, goddamn pterodactyls again. Don't ever, don't ever, don't ever fucking get parrots. You'll be so sorry. I've been living with them for 45 years. And these two parrots I have, they just make you want, I love them to death, but you just want to strangle them sometimes. So anyway, traffic is really bad. Five, six years ago, when my wife and I left to go to Vero Beach and build a custom-built house down there, which I should never have sold, um, traffic was not that horrible coming down uh, Route 466A or even 466 to 301. So in five, six years' time frame, the traffic has increased by about tenfold. And then when you throw in the snowbirds coming here in this season, it just compounds everything, making it even worse. God knows, we used to think it was terrible when the snowbirds came down, but now the roads can't handle anybody. The roads are just chock-a-blocked, uh, nuts to butts with RVs and people and people trying to get to work. Uh, it's just horrible. There is just... What did that little black kid say in Hurricane Katrina when he was talking to uh, Oprah Winfrey? He said, it's just pitiful, just pitiful. Well, that is the way the village traffic is right now. The village traffic on 301, on 441, on Highway 27, uh, on the turnpike is just pitiful. It is pitiful, and it's pitiful because the goddamn governor, DeSantis, hasn't done a, and I'm going to say this, he hasn't done a goddamn thing for the entire time he's been governor. Rick Scott, a Republican, hasn't done a goddamn thing when he was governor, and he hasn't done a goddamn thing to get one penny for any road improvements in Florida. And, and then uh, also Rubio, Senator Rubio, hasn't done a goddamn thing either. The, the fucking Republicans haven't done a goddamn thing to improve any of the roads in the villages or the surrounding area. Not a goddamn thing. Fucking worthless Republicans. At least when we had Lawton Childs as a governor, a Democrat, he fixed the roads. He got things done. When was the last time time a Republican legislature in Florida did a goddamn thing to improve anything. Not a goddamn thing. The goddamn roads are a deplorable disgrace to Florida and anybody coming down here. I can go to Georgia and drive on better roads in Georgia. Even the dirt roads in Georgia are in better shape than the asphalt roads that we have here in Florida. These Republicans, these Democrat, these Republican DeSantis and Scott and Rubio, 
What a fucking abomination they are. But anyway, back to traffic. Traffic here in the villages is so bad, you do not want to come to Florida on a vacation. You will spend most of your time in traffic, stuck in traffic, accidents. And when there's one accident, there's going to be multiple other accidents, which is what typically happens on I-75 going north or south. When people have an accident, then everybody else is in a hurry, so they get into more bumper-to-bumper accidents. It's not like South Florida. I've been to South Florida. I've lived in South Florida. And yes, South Florida, down around Boca and Fort Lauderdale and Miami can be terrible. And it is. But let me tell you what. The villages and the surrounding areas of the villages at rush hour and even during the day is just a goddamn abomination. You do not want to move to Florida. I'm going to post some pictures on Facebook about what I do, and I'm going to start doing it more routinely because the traffic here is just that bad. Do not come to Florida and expect that everything's going to be hunky-dory. One reason is we don't collect enough taxes to fix the fucking roads. Governor DeSantis and the Republican legislature don't want to do anything about the fucking roads, and so we have a huge fucking problem. Okay, that's the problem with Florida. There are other states in the country that are far, far superior in their road infrastructure than Florida. Florida is an absolute disgrace. You can't even call it efficient. And my wife and I have been discussing more and more about moving away to either Georgia or South Carolina, somewhere else, because it. I grew up in Florida. I'm a Florida boy. And I got to tell you, it's a goddamn abomination now living here. The taxes, the hidden taxes... The cost of living here, if you haven't heard, property taxes here in Florida are doubling. In some cases, tripling. I know people like us. Our property taxes were $1,200. Now they're $2,500. They've doubled in just one year. Uh, We have friends on the coast whose property taxes have gone from uh, $6,000 to $13,000 in just the last 12 months. And then, oh my God, automobile insurance. Automobile insurance here as of this year, 2023, has gone up by 150% over what it was last year. For example, last year my wife and I were paying, and we were lucky, we were USAA, we were paying $1,280 every six months for two cars. So, okay, so $2,600 a year. Well, our bill just doubled this year because at the same coverages. So our bills have doubled. So that's a, that's like a uh, $2,500 increase that you don't have income for. Same thing with property taxes have gone up. So what has Governor DeSantis and the Republican legislature done about the property insurance and about automobile insurance? Not a fucking thing. You understand me? Look at the record, read about it, go Google about insurance and property insurance and auto insurance, read about the condition of the roads in Florida, and you will probably, if you have any goddamn sense, decide not to come to Florida, especially not to move to the villages. Villages used to be a very nice place to live, It was, and it still is, 
within the confines of the villages. But the minute that you get outside of the villages onto Highway 441, 301, 27, the Turnpike 75, you are fucked. And with that, Bob out.